Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of Three Birds and a Punt. This episode is entitled Foiled Again. My name is Afia, and I am here with my friends Whip and John. Say hey, guys. What's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, now, we had to do a emergency reaction uh, pod. We usually uh, record on Saturdays, but we had to come out and record tonight because we've had some groundbreaking news from the Eagles today, and we really wanted to get into it, y'all, break down our reaction and our feeling about it. So let's really just get right into it, okay? Today, I'm not sure what time you got the alert, okay? First, it was that the Dolphins had traded the third pick, um to the 49ers for the 12th pick and several other additional picks. And we was like, okay, bet, you know, for me, I was like, okay, bet, you know, 49ers are going for a QB. So in my head, because as if any Eagles fans have been following me on the three birds or on my account, according to Afia, I have been begging the table for Justin Fields at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I saw the 49ers make that move, I was like, okay, fine. Justin's gone. Let's get a wide receiver. No problem. And then, like, what, 20 minutes later, there was another alert. Bing, bing. The Dolphins have traded the 12th pick to the Eagles for the 6th pick, um, a, 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 a fourth-round pick, and a, a, a first-round pick in next year's draft. And all of a sudden, I was like, are you fucking serious? You're going to trade out of the top 10, Howie? And then I saw Ian Rappaport's tweet that he clarified later on right, where he said that the Eagles had first tried to trade up to three so that he could uh, grab Wilson, but indications are the Jets may take him, so they traded back to accumulate more points, uh, uh, sorry, picks, and load up for the 2021 draft. So I'm interested to hear what you guys have to think about it, because I know what I think about it, but I'm very interested to hear what you guys think. Let's start with you, Whip, because I see you shaking your head and doing all this. Is is it is it okay to say that I want to fuck Howie Roseman up, yo? No, it ain't. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go EDP style. You know. You just want to have a talk with him. No, I don't want to. I want to. I want to box him. Like celebrity boxing match, man. Yeah, I do, man. Like for charity. This dude, no, fuck Jerry. I, I, I know, I no. know, David Feldman. Feldman. No, I, I know I wanna, David Feldman. I want to fight dude him. Dude that does all the celebrity all... fights. No, he's I want to fight him. For, he's from Woodland. I want to fight that man for every Eagle fan in the world. All right, literally. So here's the thing: I'm at work. I'm gung ho because with you know with Miami and 49ers, I'm hype as shit. You know, my co-host can tell you. You know, and she was beating the drum. She like, yeah, whatever, whatever. 20, 20 minutes, twenty five minutes later, I get a notification. Dude, I'm literally working, and I drop my tools. Everything, everything just was like, look. They was like, what the hell is that? I said, oh my God. I, I, I don't believe he just did that. Mm-hmm. This dude traded the sixth pick to Miami for their 12th pick. And I'm saying to myself, Jesus Christ, do this man ever learn his lesson? Do he ever learn his lesson? No, dude, not. You, you had an opportunity to grab Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, even Kyle Pitts, and even though I don't, I don't like the, the name. It sounds sexy, but I don't like it. You, you can make that face all you even want. Even Justin Fields. Wait, no, you keep saying that. Kyle <laughs> Pitts, son. I, I, I don't get it. Like, I, oh shit. Yo, what is going through it? Woosa. Do some woosa kumbaya. Man. <laughs> You gotta think, vibe out, bro. Yo, this, this, this team dude, is stressing you out. This listen, team is stressing you out. Let me tell you something, man. Is there any way I can press charges on the Eagles for my health conditions? Like, <laughs> emotional distress. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, listen, listen, for emotional yeah, distress. There has to be a law that states that <laughs> <laughs> if you are a fan for over 25 years, that that shit should go down as a law for affecting your health. Like, seriously. My blood pressure, listen, I ain't gonna lie, dude. I damn near fainted today. Like, you don't understand. I had to sit down and drink a fucking two damn bottles of water. That man makes me crazy, and, and I can't take it. Like, I'm I'm really thinking about not being a fucking Eagles fan over this shit. People think I'm crazy. John, you know me forever. 
I, dude, you know how I am. This shit is in my fucking skin. I can't take this shit no more. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's, it's now that I see why EDP is the fuck crazy. <laughs> I see why. Now, all right, because before I used to always question, ain't nobody this fucking crazy for no Eagles. And I'm a diehard Eagles fan. But now, I finally seen the fucking light. <laughs> I see it. You you got rid of a uh, of a Super Bowl head coach. Somehow you got that ginger Jesus out of here. You, you ready to trade Zach Ertz. And now this. What, what do you think, John? What do you feel about this? I'm done. Done. I was I was surprised. I was like, "Why? You're in a prime position to draft a top tier player. Oh my God. You're gonna d- trade back and then re. You, yeah, you get another first rounder next year. But why? You're in a prime position to get a guy that's gonna be a, either a steady starter, future All Pro, things like that. It's guaranteed. It was a sure thing. With Howie, who knows? Right. Listen, if and you know what, John, you hit the nail on the head there, and that was what my whole point was: is that with the sixth pick, you're in the top ten. You're gonna be at that prime position that if there's a run on QBs, you're right there for the for the pick as you want and any impact. If there's not a run to QBs and you want a QB, you're still right there for that period of impact. This twelve nonsense. I remember the last pick we had in the teens, or every pick I should say we've had in the teens that Howie Roseman has chosen has not gone well. It's just, it's just not. So I, I, to have that, that in my head when I'm thinking about this pick, I'm just really disappointed that Howie is making me an, an assumption of what he, what he presumes will happen in the draft, and that usually gets us in the trouble. When I see you guys on this. Yeah, I, I just want to ask you. I love you. You, my sister. Lay to death. You are my friend. I love you too. I gotta ask you, what is this obsession of yours with this damn quarterback? Why do you want a quarterback? Why is this quarterback keep coming out of your mind? I I, I thank you for asking because I really feel like I need to articulate this. I was going to be writing an article about it, but I want to be here. We're doing an emergency pod. Let's let's get into it, okay? Go ahead, please. You know for a fact, we are Philadelphia Eagles fans. Is that correct? We're not fans of other teams where they might be putting resources into other teams. I think I'm leaving. Right, maybe he's taking a sabbatical. Whit might be taking a sabbatical. Me and John, okay, we've been through. We've been through Mm -hmm. Howie Roseman's tenure in this team. And the number one thing Howie Roseman is, is keyed in on is quarterbacks. Him and Lori are like this when it comes to the quarterback position, okay? Okay. If they're okay. not if they're not trying to flip an asset, they're trying to gain an asset at the quarterback position, okay? Mm-hmm. If you listen to every single dialed-in reporter that talks about the Eagles, they will say they never saw Jalen Hurts as a starter. They they presumed that they were hold on with, hold on with. They presumed they were getting a cost effective backup with starter potential who could they maybe they who, could flip, who right? Said that? right? You have you have Adam Kaplan from Inside the Birds, Jeff Marshall from Inside the Birds, Mortson, Rob Madiati, uh Jimmy Cap uh Jimmy Captain, K, Jimmy Captain, K Les Bowen. Bro, every every B reporter, if you watch or you listen to them, they'll tell you that the Eagles are not sold on Jalen Hurts. So why did so they tra- why on, did they wait, trade? Let me hold up. on for a second. Wait, let me explain. Let me, oh. let me run this to you, okay? So if the Eagles are not sold, and I get it because he's a second round pick. How many second round picks going to be franchise starters? Most teams in the league, even after the 2020 tape, still have a third or fourth round grade on him, and you have a chance to get a franchise caliber player in the draft. How do you know he's a franchise caliber QB? I'm sorry. Clearing point blank. Okay, you okay, figure so me... it out later. The QB position is the most important position in the NFL team, and if you don't have a QB, you have nothing. Okay, and I don't like the idea. I don't like the idea of just seeing what Jalen has and on the off chance that maybe the next crop of QBs are better than this crop of QBs. We, we had a chance to see this man perform last year, even though it was four games. I would rather bring a quarterback who is proven, whether it's one year or not, over a rookie, regardless of how high their grade may be, because some old, um, what's the cat's name? Mel Kuyper and the motherfuckers say that he's a if, top quarterback. If that's true, bro, if that's true, what about Sam Bradford and Carson? 
What, what, about, what, what about Nick Foles and Zach? You know what we're talking about now, though, yo. Like, no, but thing. I'm saying, but I'm saying at the end of the day, talent wins out. I'm saying at the end of the day, talent wins out. So no, did, did we not get, but did you we? saying this, you saying let's go get Jalen or or build around Jalen, and if they don't even believe in the guy, that's a year of waste of resources. Wait a minute, did we not see Jalen? Beat the fucking Saints, who was the top defense last year. Bro, yes or no? They had no tape on ball. Are you oh, serious? Yo. They proceeded to lose oh, the next God. three games. Are you oh, really not to stand? But that's not his fault, yo. Point to that's one not game his fault. As a whole reason to sell your season on one game. So you wait, 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 sell your wait, season wait. on one game. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So you you telling me that last year them four games was Jalen's fault or was it Doug's fault? you that that last season was the entire team was bad but Jalen wasn't able to listen to me Jalen wasn't able to lift beyond more than he is capable of everything he could do in the first half got taken back down the second half in the second half how many points did he score in each of the games in the second half tell me please that tells me that the teams know his what his talents and limitations are, and they know how to defend against him accurately. This man, I, listen, I don't want to hope that he can be better, and I think producing. Sirianni can help him a little bit. But at the end of the day, the guy is a one-read, tuck-and-run QB, okay? So if, if, if he gets offset by this team, or God forbid the O-line goes, because there's a good chance the O-line could go, you're really gonna be asking yourself, why did we waste another year on a quarterback that they can clearly see has limitations? What's your thoughts, John? It's uh oh, look. <laughs> look, he's thinking about it. Jalen, he he far exceeded their expectations last year. Correct. In those four games. Doug definitely didn't help to put him in a position to succeed. Um, he didn't take starter reps until midway through the season as a rookie. That's tough. You're still getting used to being on the road. You're getting used to the pro life. You get you got agents. You got people, PR people. You got people from the team. You're torn in so many different directions. So as a quarterback, you're trying to take in this massive playbook and and produce on the field in a in a city that that microscope is heavy. I think he did. Better than expected. I think you could build on that. I think he is the future. He showed glimpses of like great above average play. That dude can play. She's laughing. <laughs> it's just you have to tailor <laughs> offense. No, I'm sorry. To him. I'm sorry. They I'm didn't just, tailor I'm offense not, to him. I'm they just... tailored the offense to Doug, what Doug likes to do, his tendency. Now, Sir, you got Sirianni coming in. He's gonna build an offense around him. Uh, okay, the guys. Gonna be built on him. He, I I want to believe as succeed. much as y'all believe in in these people, but 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 I I I don't. I'm what, just, what, I what don't. Did he, what did, so, okay, wait wait. What did we'll he see? Show? We'll see this season. We'll see this season as far as what how far th- we this team this iteration of the team can take us or or how things will will go. Okay, because I feel like we're in a we're in a mode that we are going to have to continue to agree to disagree because at this particular point in time, Jalen has not shown me anything that says he's the franchise. And it's I honestly don't think, I don't think we need that. I don't think we have to be at that point, but he still has to play. You gotta okay, give him a year to play. That's, that's fine. Two years to play. I, I don't like to waste. That's fine. If three you years. Want, Look at Aguilar. You, you gotta give him three years. You gotta give him the third year. That's fine, John. If you want to spend the season, year. if you want to spend the season evaluating your QB, that's fine. That's how you want to spend this season. That's fine. That's not how I want to spend my seasons. But I'm vibing this year anyway, so I, it's regardless. I think you have to. We can't go out and get a quarterback. Let's get on to, let's get on to the, get next, the next topic of the show because I, I, I know y'all really going to have to go at me. And, and honestly, I'm here for it. I'm here to be the villain in this narrative y'all have right now, okay? Because I'm not feeling it. So let's go into it. Give me your positive or ne- positive or negative vibe on the state of the season. Okay, Ain't no fucking with, positivity. Or John, because John sometimes can be Mr. Positivity. So, so tell me <laughs> why I should be uh, excited about what we got going on here. We're under the cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Everything else is, is going to be a surprise. Like a like 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 Pandora's box. We're just sitting there, you know. We're gonna wait a little bit. Then, like October, we're gonna open up a little bit, pull it out. 
I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be a season of a lot of discovery. You're going to see how Quez Watkins and some of the young guys play. You're going to see how Alex Singleton does in the second year as a full-time starter now that we signed him as a restricted free agent. Um, the offensive line, how they're going to hold up. We had all those offensive line combinations. Those guys got to be healthy. It, point blank, period. You saw how bad we looked? It wasn't the, any of the skill players. That fucking line was fucking recruiting. Who the fuck's going to win when your motherfucker's missing blocks? No quarterback's going to stand up. They got to feed Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders needs to be featured day one because he's one of the best running backs in the league. So And we need a corner. If we don't get a corner this week, it's, it's going to be... Or, or, it's weak. Or, or, That's or, what I was about to or, say. Or... or in the second round, we got to get somebody like J.C. Horn at court. We need a fucking corner. Look, I'm, 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 I'm out there by himself. We need a corner. I'm going to raise my back, corner back, linebacker. Um, I'm going to raise my hand. Can I raise my hand? Yes, Whip. We are next. When John's done. Okay, go ahead, John. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You. I, I mean, it's going to be... A, I'm always positive, but, you know... Uh, I don't know. It's hard when everybody, every other team in the division is getting better. How have we gotten better? That's the... <laughs> That's a really great question, John. I think Whip has an answer. Yes, what? I do. <laughs> <laughs> you just mentioned that the whole NFC East got better, correct? I'm with you on that, right? Correct. Right. Make me understand how we just signed Joe Flacco for three <laughs> mil, okay? Um... James Conner is still out there. It's a free agent. The backup uh, Booby uh, Sanders. Um, also, it's like probably about seven or eight good corners left out there. One of them named Richard Sherman. <laughs> Even, yeah. Um, not coming to this. My son will love you. Oh, wait, hear me out. Play that. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You said, and I'm going to keep repeating this again, that the NFC East got better wide receiver-wise. You you finna tell me, Mr. Monroe, that a corner from the draft is gonna come in here on this God-forsaken fucked up team that we call the Eagles and gonna shut them damn receivers down. You name what don't tell me no Sartain is gonna come in here and try to do the damn thing to them receivers. Man, listen. Galladay and them are foaming at the mouth for the Eagles right now. Let them. Let them. We got Fletcher Cox. We got Brandon Graham. They're going to get flagged before they get the ball. Please, Steph. Please, Lord, 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 Lord. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. We need corners. Corners. Corners are us. Dude, do you? Are we on the same brain link right here? Like, are we feeling it? We need corners. What corners is going to stop these receivers, John? I don't know. Ooh. We got to stop. Maybe we, maybe, maybe we can get Russell Douglas back. I heard he was a free agent. What about that, Whip? <laughs> really, yo? <laughs> yo, that's a slap in the face on a Friday night, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, yo. Listen. At I'm, least... just, I'm just wondering. Listen, I'm just, I'm just throwing names out there. You, you guys let me know. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, man, listen, guys. All jokes aside, my heart broke, man. <laughs> Yo, listen, I, I, I plan to come home today, <laughs> drink my beer, watch uh the Falcon, the Falcon and um the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I, you know, I was looking forward to a little puff puff and relax until that asshole dropped that news on me. And I swear to God on everything I stand for, my motherfucking weekend is fucked. <laughs> I can't think right. I have a headache. I'm trying to look for a lawyer to sue these motherfuckers. I can't take this shit. You in the tri-state area, Whip. <laughs> Y'all, yeah. I swear, I know, I know the airways had to have been hot because everybody's mock draft was completely trashed and ruined after this this trade. And um, if I can honestly kind of speak a little bit on my also feelings of the, of the state of the team, as, as I have said previously, I'm vibing out on, on this uh, season. Previously in other podcasts, I have mentioned that I am 
<clears throat> Chief Kingdom. And, and, <laughs> and, and so so when 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 my home team is down, down bad, I, I, I tend to go over there and just chill out and see what's over the other time. I'm auditioning other 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 things for a little bit. Because honestly, nice. until the cancer and the poison that is destroying any vision we can have is gone from this team, you know who I'm talking about. His name starts last name Roseman, first name Howard. Until he's gone, okay, we won't really have any type of consistent or solid foundation in the organization. And we'll continue to win the draft and win the trade, but not actually do anything effectual when it comes to real games. Um, and honestly, we we really have a, a, a huge unknown when it comes to the coach and the team that we're going to field um, because, you know, there's still a lot of moves to be made. There's the trade and there's OTAs and there's training camp. We really don't know what we have. And so um, I feel like it'll either go two ways this season and I'd rather have it go um, well, two ways. One way, we will start fast. We'll win a bunch of games really quickly. Everybody will be excited because we'll think, oh my gosh, this is it. We'll be good. And then somebody will punch us in the face and then we'll just lose out and be like a 4-11 team. Like, it's either going to go like that where we win the first couple months and then we're shit or it's going to go we're bad the first couple months and then we get on a run, we figure it out and then we're better and then, you know, maybe we sneak into the playoffs. I'd rather have the latter than the former, but I I honestly think we'll probably have it be be the former, um, where we'll start out really well, but then as injuries set in and as the team gets figured out, we'll probably end up losing. Um, I don't know, probably like 10, 11 games. <laughs> now you talking. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, you want to, you want to uh, hire a lawyer. I'm just being real. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into that shit because it got to be a goddamn law that state this shit. <laughs> Like, I can't take this shit. Take them to civil court. Like, seriously, man. It's because of them motherfuckers. I'm a fucking pothead. That's the truth. (laughs) That's the reason why. Y'all don't understand. You guys have meditation, bro. They are the reason why. So I'm putting it out there. I used to be like whip. I used to be like whip. But then I started meditating during this pandemic. And that has really, really helped and given me a sort of who's that kumbaya attitude. And I'm I'm just decided that I'm not going to put energy into a um into a team that's not putting energy into me okay and, like and honestly the eagles aren't putting any, any energy to us as fans okay they're not taking in our consideration they're not um and i don't mean it in a terms like a personal way but just but just understanding the mindset the move the, the fervor what we're looking for they are completely disconnected from us in every way i don't know if it's because they're focused on the um, radio guys, or or if it was the pandemic, but 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 how Lordy has lost the flavor of the team. And I agree. You really I get agree. It back, you know, you, why why stress yourself? That's a good question. Maybe because I've been a fan for damn near thirty something fucking years, and and I seen these assholes win a goddamn Super Bowl that made a grown man damn near faint on the ground and cry. Thank God y'all didn't see that video. <laughs> All right. Um, you're right. That that makes a lot of sense. But as an Eagles fan or former Eagles fan, I, I am honestly thinking, man, I'm, I'm really going to boycott this season. Like, I can't take this shit. I don't think y'all understand. Like, this is crazy. Like, you know, it, it's bad enough. We, we, we had to watch the debacle of the Carson Wentz and, and Doug Peterson thing unfold. We've seen that. Okay, and you thinking, okay, you got rid of Carson. He over there and Colts happy as shit. Doug trying to get his son drafted to whatever team. All right, we got the sixth pick. We going we gonna stand still and make shit happen. <laughs> Something happens. <laughs> it ain't for the good, goddammit. <laughs> so this is where I'm at. Like I, 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 I'm sorry, yo. This I, I can't control it. I can't. I, I think, I think. It's a slap in the face to every Eagle fan across this country, man. All right. You, you once again, um, three bird fans, I don't mean to keep repeating myself, but you had the opportunity to grab possibly the best player in this draft in Jamar Chase. And to add insult to injury, John, and, and, and I'm going to say this directly to you because I know you are gung ho Eagles. Yo, Eagles, that's you. 
Think about this. Not only did we move back, we just gave the Dallas Cowboys ammunition to go draft your boy, Cal Pitts, who might fall directly to them. You didn't think about that shit, did you? Damn, damn, damn. Not, not, only, not only are we behind the Cowboys, we're and also behind the Giants, and <sighs> I believe we might be be behind the Washington football. No, we're just behind the Giants and the Cowboys. So oh. so um, not only did Howie trade out of the top 10, he also traded behind our division rivals. So I don't know what he... I don't know why he decided to draw a huger arrow, a huger spotlight on him, but but you know everything is coming down to this is how we seem, this is how we vision. Let's let's roll the dice and see how it play out. You know I think it's interesting that we have three first round picks and th- narratives have come out that uh, Deshaun Watson is worth three first round picks. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wilson. Uh, Russell Wilson is worth three first round picks. It's interesting, right? But We'll see how the season plays out, guys. Um, let's get into something a little less heated, a little less uh, toxic than the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, I'm, I'm talking about our, our other team across the way. Okay, here they come. All right, yes, let's sure. get into something a little bit more exciting. I want to talk about the Sixers, the trade deadline, and how y'all feel about what's going on over there. Um um brilliant. So let me start with you, uh, Whip. Um, so one, uh, Daryl Morey. Um, you know that's that's the man that keeps ignoring me every time I tweet him and shit. I know y'all see it. He he see my shit, but he ignored the fuck out me. Um, I'm kind of glad, and I know John like, huh? I'm kind of glad they didn't get Kyle Lowry. Lar- mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. That price was too damn high. Yeah, not, not, not just not just the price though, yo. So here's my thing. Like, I don't know what it is about these Lori fans. They even said that, and this is an insult to uh Vinsanity. They said that he's the best Toronto Raptor ever. Like, do you realize that Vince Carter played for that team? And Tracy McGrady. Yes. Like, how? How is that? And not only that though. The man just turned 35 on the trade deadline. I'm not going to give up two potential future stars in Tyrese Maxey and Thibault, all right? Thibault been locking it down with the defense, okay? Yeah, now, I've seen a lot of Sixers fans on Twitter um, getting upset about the Kyle Lowry trade and he not coming here. So the fuck what? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, mm-hmm. all right? Then you add Hill, who's a veteran that you need, Okay. He can knock down the three. He's better. He's yes. better than Lowry at a fraction of the cost. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I agree. He can knock down the three. Uh, his perimeter defense is on point. You know what I mean? And you're going to need that veteran presence. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that that happened. But at the same time, oh, my God, they traded my man Bradley. <sighs> that was my boy, man. That's my boy. He going to be a star stuff. He going to okay. be a star. Um. Go ahead, John. What's your thoughts on it, bro? Um, I'm glad they, they, they kept the pieces intact. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you for a comparative measure, Kyle Lowry would have cost us $30 million this year, $20 million next year, or $20 million this year, $30 anyone, million. Anyone at $50 million more. Yeah. yeah compared to George Hill. Compared to George Hill, who we had for two years. Yep. $10 million a year. Ain't that beautiful? And he shoots better. Honestly, I think he he can guard one or two. Better facilitator. He's younger. He's twenty nine. Like he can he can guard Jimmy Butler. Like he's like a poor man's Jimmy no, Butler. No, no, no. George Hill is thirty four, bro. He's thirty four. Yeah, he's thirty four. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the spur. Oh yeah. Remember him and what's the name were drafted the same year. He's thirty four. Is that the guy we traded for? He's thirty four. Yeah, George Hill is thirty four years old. But like John, like John, I agree with you 100%. I, I think he's a better shooter than Laurie. Um, and don't get me wrong. I know Laurie from Philly. I mean, all of us from Philly, so we give you the respect. Right. You, you but I don't like that. that idea that we just go be trading guys from Philly. Like, I think yeah. we people were just trying to think of, like, a low-cost shooter option. But yeah. you really have to trust Daryl Morey. And I think that he is has, has earned 
a level of faith with the Philadelphia fan base to kind of let him make his moves and trust the things that he's doing because he's he I think he more than any of the GMs that we've had in previous uh, seasons actually knows what they're doing. I mean, other than you know Hinky, but nobody wanted to trust the process with that one. So well, if if, if, if and I agree, not to cut you off, um. He, and and the, the beautiful thing about not bringing him in here, now you can go ahead and go buy, you can go pick up players' contracts who was dumped. All right, mm-hmm. so you got you got Boogie Cousins out there who I just seen today, looking good, yo. Dude, drop weight and everything. I'm like, yo, Boogie look nice. You yo, you picked the Marcus Cousins up, dog. Because listen, we don't know mm-hmm. when when JoJo coming back. Like real rap, we don't. Okay, mm-hmm. and now. Like with the with the MVP considerations, where his name is dwindling down because you see the Joker playing his ass off now. Okay, you need somebody in there since they let Bradley go that can come in there and facilitate and get shit going. Because Boogie ain't who he used to be, but he he can still give you twelve a game, six seven rebounds. Your, yeah, you know what I mean. So okay. you, you you want you want that consistent type of player coming off the bench. But John, I seen you was about to say something. What you was about to say, bro? I lost my train of thought. Oh, basically, um, Thibault. Thibault is the future. I'm yes. glad they didn't trade Danny Green too. Thank Since you. Danny yes. Green yeah, he had. He went Danny off Green last, uh, last night too. Yeah. He was clacking every three. He he was getting steals early, deflection. See, that's the thing. Like, this Sixers team, and Doc is very open. Like, he, he he's like, yo, the team is good as is. He, he said it from the beginning, said it, preached it. Every time he's asked in the media, you know, Keith Pompey, he's like, oh, you think we should upgrade? No, I like the team as is. I and agree. it's true. I think you just add a veteran dude to the bench that could be a spot starter that will allow you to extend your rotation once playoffs come. Because Ben can't play 40, 40 minutes a game. Um, you don't want to shake Milton. You want to save shake Milton. Shake Milton's another one too. Mm-hmm. Shake Milton is nice. No, I agree. You they you have want- pieces. They have real pieces. You, I think you- they just need more front court depth. They need a guy like like a like um I know Andre Dunk uh the Marcus Aldridge. No, he gonna get picked up. I think he gonna Miami. Go they said once yeah. he gets bought eyes on the Miami. You you want to know you want to know who we don't give props to, man, and we should be saying thank God he's on our team. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Oh yeah, Dwight went off too. Man, you know, um, Seth Curry had some good some good minutes. Oh no no no, Most it was good that he came nice. back too. Yeah, Seth Seth, a- Seth came back too. I'm just talking about Dwight that Howard. Nice. Listen, no, all jokes aside, Dwight Howard's presence alone. He fucks with other teammates on the other team. Yeah. And he gets in their head and he yep. throws their game off. And a lot of people is not giving this man credit. Yeah, he ain't who he used to be when he was with the Magic. No. He had a nasty block the other day. But on, you know on, what? Uh, Harold. You saw yeah, Harold going for the block. He's like, correct. He's still, he's still getting their heads. And you need that type of player. That's why Draymond Green is so important to the Golden State Warriors because he plays with other players' heads. He get in their head to throw their game off. Yep. And that's what Dwight Howard do. So kudos to Doc for picking him up, man, or Maury. So they recruited or, him too when they when they learned he was available. Yeah. Doc actually Doc actually reached out to him before the Lakers could get that paperwork in Correct. to re-sign him. Correct. That's crazy. So yeah. Maury, Maury was just hired. He reached out to Dwight and then that, yeah, yeah. that's like so but but real quick, because I know we, we gotta jump to the next segment. Um now because I know what you're going to ask me, Afia, what the next question is, because I, I can feel your vibe. Are they ready for Brooklyn? I don't think so. You um, don't think so? No. Think it's no. no, it's defense. No. no, I'm going to tell, tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And 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 because I know we got to get to the next segment. <clears throat> regular season is regular season. Playoffs is, is the big push. You talking about Kevin Durant. <laughs> Oh, damn. Uh, you can say fuck <laughs> all you want. All right, you see, you see Steph face. You're like, you can say all you want. The six is going to clamp. 
Listen, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Not even Zeus himself of basketball. They can't, they can't the Celtics, they might well, I felt like what I've seen is different from the team this time around. It's like usually when they like usually the the Eagles, the Eagles, the Sixers will go all the run. Okay, then the, they'll let the other team um, um, kind of crawl their way back, and that 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 action just just completely deteriorates them, and then they lose. But these last couple games, especially without Embiid. That has happened, but the the doc has been so strong and kind of snapping them out of it that they've been able to continue to elevate the game. So I feel it's like not. they're going to be able to give Brooklyn a better matchup than we're thinking, you know? And John, Imagine we had Brett Brown much still. better than they used to. Imagine we had Brett Brown. We would have lost every game. We'd be losing like right, a We would have lost every single yeah, game with But, no but guess what? Correct. What, but when Brett Brown was there, it wasn't no Kyrie. There wasn't no KD or damn Barrett on the same team together. And let me That's tell you something. Fair. Kevin Durant is not a fucking human, bro. You and I both know this. Uh, okay? He's soft. He's charm and soft, bro. He's soft? What yeah. the fuck? He don't like to be guarded. Cut the show I'm off. Cut you. it off. I'm telling you, they Cut the are show. Slow. He's soft. Oh, my God. You saw how in OKC, they got the toilet Did you paper just say, wait a minute, Yo, wait a minute. That dude is soft. He can shoot. <laughs> He can shoot, but he's soft. Well, I have you. to. I have to in, agree with John. Oh wait, Kevin Durant does not like contact. Kevin Durant does not like contact. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're gonna have to drive to the basket. Wait one goddamn minute. <laughs> <laughs> you finna tell me right now that you telling me Kevin Durant? Let me say his name. You heard what he said when, he, when the, the playoffs. He like, y'all know who I am. I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Mr. Burner accounts. Mr. Okay, Burner, okay, there you go. This is so sensitive. Okay, what, what did that man go down and do in Rutgers Park, John? You remember that, right? Yeah. This is Kevin Durant. This ain't. But this... I, I agree, though. Maybe the, 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 and I feel like maybe that's why the Sixers have been so physical lately, right? They're building up to make sure that they're going to have to play a little bit of bully ball. Right, just a little bit. Obviously, you can't do that much in the league anymore, right? Yeah. But if they play just a little bit of bully ball, they'll knock them off their game enough that they don't have to match up with them in points because clearly we can't match up with them in points. And that's my whole and, point. And what did Wu Tang say? What did Wu Tang say? What that? Bring the mother ruckus. Exactly. <laughs> the playoff comes. They're gonna bring that defense. They're gonna clamp the whole East. Watch. Oh, right, they're gonna have to play Miami. They're not even gonna make it out of Miami. They're gonna have to. Did. They're gonna play Miami. Oh, Sorry. That's it. Don't All right, y'all. The, that has been our uh, Sixers talk. We definitely excited to see what they're continue to do, especially when JoJo gets back. Um, I, I, at the end of the day, I feel like my my consistent concern is with what I see from Ben. Like I I like that he takes uh, he assists. He's a good defender. Like, but I I see you, and I'm like, bro, take the shot. Bro, take the shot. And mind you, a full disclosure, uh, uh, Birds fans, three Birds fans, uh, I don't get, I'm out of market. I live in Miami, so I don't get all the all the Sixers games. So I, I catch them when I can. But damn, if I don't be catching, I'm like, man, you right there under the, under the, under yeah, the I, I, shot. And he be, he be tossing it out, and then the motherfucker missed the three. I'm like, if you could have just shot the shot, we could have, like, what are you doing? That's that's just me. Steph, you want to know what the biggest mystery in the world that bothers me besides seeing how human bodies grow when you're looking at everybody and you can't see their bodies growing, you know, from babies to teenagers to from teenagers to adults. You don't see it, but it happens, right? Right. Make me understand how the fuck Ben Simmons was dropping dimes in high school on the regular. Yeah. Yeah. And now he don't even do this shit. And that's the thing that'll that'll give me and bother me because I'm like, bro, what do you even spend? I know you cannot be spending your entire offseason training defense. I know you can't spend your entire offseason at the free throw line. I know (laughs) your ass has to be around the court going and making sure you can shoot from every angle. Shoot, motherfucker. You (laughs) love me to be safe. Shoot, motherfucker. Like, I can't. I I don't get it. They was like, they was like, um, ben Simmons assisted on 41 points. And I know, I know some fans might not like that, but that's really good. I was like, okay, so you mean there was 41 points he could have shot and then passed it and said, Yeah, I that, seen that, that shit, y'all. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I seen that shit. I was like, huh? I look and I, I made the face like, hmm? Did he just say, did no, he just say I that? was like, I don't think that's a selling point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. 
I don't get it. But at the end of the day, I'm glad the Sixers are still in first place. They're doing well. Yes, um, it's, a, it's a blessing, especially without Ben. I, I, I just think that they just need probably two more pieces before the playoffs start. And if they right. get them two pieces, man. Let me ask you a question, but that's about the problem. I finally think, okay, mm-hmm. let's say somehow, some way, Ben turbos it on and recognizes he has to be aggressive Ben every night and he starts shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Because we know he can do it. Clearly he could do it. Yeah, he, he starts. If he starts doing that, does that change your opinion on what the team needs? Hell yeah, you fucking right. Yeah. Yeah, because one, it, it, look, it's good enough Ben can play. Uh, he, he could defend one through five, no problem. Mm-hmm. He could defend anybody, mm-hmm. okay? Ben got a big body. Ben Ben is probably the next thing to LeBron James when it comes to physical ability, okay? The thing with Ben that bothers me is that it's in his mind. Mm-hmm. It's in his mind. He's in his own head. The dude can shoot. Okay, we should, listen, Steph. Look, help. I know that you're gonna go and enjoy your Friday night out there in Miami. I wish I was there. You lucky motherfucking you. Um, no, nah, no, nah, them spring breakers is crazy. I ain't, oh, I ain't uh, doing too much. Well, yeah. you're still, you're still out there in Miami, so that's a beautiful thing. But yeah. when you get home tonight, if you chill, whatever, get yourself a glass of wine and watch Ben Simmons taste in high school. You're gonna be like, look. Like, where you go? Like, I, I that must be a clone. Listen, I guarantee you, you gonna you gonna text me or text John or eat knowing you, you gonna probably make a video, put it on your Twitter account, and be like, "Yo, I just seen a video of Ben Simmons in high school. What the fuck happened?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in his mind. Yeah, and that's and that's and maybe now, John, maybe we just we 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 solved the Scooby Doo mystery with him. Maybe that's why Brett Brown was afraid to come at him because he know it's in his mind. It's He's like, too close to him too. Him. Brett was too close to him. That's like his that's like his uncle. Okay, so what about Doc then? Because Doc doing the same thing. Doc I think, is I think it's a slow build because Doc, you can you can see the aggressiveness. Yeah. Like cause Ben is Ben is slowly being more aggressive. So I do think that Doc sees it as a long game sort of situation. You know what I mean? And so the more that they can in, impress upon him the need to take control and own the team when JoJo's not there, or even when you know you need to be compensating, um, the more he'll probably you know lean into it. So do y'all do y'all do you birds agree on this? And I'm pretty sure y'all will. Do y'all believe? Once the E, uh, so the Eagle, I did what you did, yo. Right. Once the Sixers makes the playoff, Ben Simmons got to turn it on to win. Absolutely. Yeah, he has to stay aggressive. He he hit it at it before. It was he, he himself has to be more aggressive. And the one thing that we overlook, Tobias. Tobias, yeah, but what coach is he closest with on the Sixers staff? It's not Doc. You talking about Sam Cassell? Sam. Cassell, correct, aka Son of Mars, aka Monster Man. I call that Monster, Monster, Monster Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the ultimate point guard, and who better to learn from than him? And I think okay. he. So no, and, and and I agree with you on that. But like like but like Steph said earlier, if you're going to beat the Nets, you got to go toe to toe with them. The Nets are about scoring. Okay, all right. They'll come out and, and 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 chop a three on your ass in a heartbeat. If the Sixers have any chance to match Brooklyn, you have to score with them. Okay? You can't have JoJo put up 42 a fucking night because he's going to go out again. Tobias already him. doing the damn thing. They're going to have Blake okay? Griffin try to stop him. He's going to eat them up. He's going to eat them up. Who? And then Shake Milton's going to come in and eat them up. The Nets. They, they haven't even played together yet. Why are you talking about the Nets? The Nets is going to whoop my ass. Pick a lane. Hey, John. You, ten, t- ten minutes ago, we was going to whoop the Nets. Now, it whoops, now the Nets is whooping our ass? No, no, I said the Sixers are going to whoop their ass. The Sixers are going to whoop their ass. Okay. You can Get them, Get them. Because no, no, I no, heard two different things come out your mouth, okay? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't like the Nets. I don't like the Nets. Okay. No, so here's the thing. You're, you're, See, I, I like your confidence because you, you're a four for four Philly dude because you're from Philly and, and I love that, you know? But, dude, keep it real, motherfucker. This <laughs> dude, whether you like the Nets or not, you have to respect the players that's on that team, John. The fuckers got the dude. They're, they're too dependent five. on the jump shot. Dude, they're, they're starting five. Shot. 
Hear me out. Even if they get um um what's the board name? Uh, uh what's the board Aldridge. name? Coming Aldridge. If they get Aldridge, their starting five is the fucking all star. They the monsters. Yeah, that's Team Space USA. Team. That's like that's like Team USA's uh two starters and three subs. Oh man, I'm done. Can we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're right, super team, the but look, love, super love, teams go down. Super teams are made to be beaten. Super teams are made to be beaten. It's six good things. It's true. I, I, I feel like I feel like whenever y'all try to put together a super team, it always kind of blow up in their face. Okay, so what about the Lakers game? Come on, yeah, both of y'all made that face. Both wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Frank are you Vogel. saying, are you Frank saying Vogel. the first season when they didn't do nothing? No, I'm talking about the season. only one in a bubble? I'm talking about, yes, the bubble season. And the third season when both their starters are no, out. I'm talking about the bubble season when AD and Brian, that's a super team. It's a bubble yeah. season. Yeah. Well, no, stop it. Cut out. They're second Look at how good the Heat were, and look at what they're doing now. You can't take bubble seasons seriously. Really, yo. On a, on a scale, I think you got a grade on the scale. <laughs> you got a grade on the scale. I think there was good play in it. But the team that's scary in the West, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. They got yes. scary. I was like, oof, Aaron yeah. Gordon, oof. Yeah. Oof. And it'll be good to, we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I, I like where we are right now. Um, but let's get into our last segment of the day. Um, as always, if you've been listening to us, Three Birds, we certainly appreciate you. Um, and we have been introducing a Eagle of the Week where we go over our uh, player that we feel like exemplifies what it means to be a Philadelphia Eagle and we have a special attachment to. So um, without further ado, John, go ahead and bring down your Eagle of the Week, bro. <clears throat> now, this guy... This guy means a lot to me, being a former running back. Seeing him play in college and to know his backstory and how closely intertwined we kind of are is awesome. Um, my Eagle of the Week is Brian Westbrook. Nice. Nice. He went to DeMatha in PG County. One, great prep school, great school, produced a lot of great players across the board in all sports. Um, Victor Oladipo. Um, Markel Fultz, some other play. Oh, Rodney McLeod, they all went to the bathroom. You didn't know that. But uh, Brian Westbrook, he um, he went to Villanova, became a two-time All-American. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year from the Maxwell Club in 2001. Um, he was drafted in the third round by the Eagles, pick number 91. I still remember it. Andy Reid loved him, went to his pro day. Um, he was actually, Andy Reid was actually at the, the Maxwell Club banquet when Brian Westbrook won the Walter Payton Player of the Year for I, I uh, Division I AA. I and um, I knew if the Eagles had a chance to draft him, even if they had to get him in the second round, he'd be a good fit. And then he got, he kicked, fell right to us. Fell right to us. Everybody was like, yo, we got Brian Westbrook. But they didn't know how good he was going to be. They slept on him like, oh, this yeah, dude's small. Did. He's a scat back. Yeah, they did. I was like, no. This dude ran for 82 touchdowns in college. This dude, me as a running back in high school, and you see him at Villanova getting four or five touchdowns a game, you're like, Andy Talley came to my school to recruit me, and um, he's like, oh, I guess, he's like, we we run a spread offense with our running backs, and you know, you really got to catch the ball in the backfield. This dude is the only running back in 1AA history to have a thousand yards rushing and a thousand yards receiving. Yep. Oh, wow. Um, yep. He got in- inducted into the Eagles Hall of Fame in 2015. And honestly, he should have been, he should have been the Eagles running back coach going forward this year. But, you know, odd, odd stat about that and the Eagles coaching staff. You know, the Eagles coaching staff is the only staff in the NFL to not have a single player that has played a single down in the NFL. Wow. This year? No, none of their staff has any NFL playing experience. It's the first time in like since like 83, 1983 or something like that. Well, you uh, well, not to 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 jump in on your uh your Brian Westbrook uh Eagle of the Week, because I know you ain't done yet. But you said something earlier when you was discussing B West that a lot of people slept on him, right? Slept on him. They slept on him heavy, right? And yep. that was my whole point to my lovely co-host. Afia, when I used to tell people Devontae Smith 
Everybody talking about his weight. But I told people, this dude got something to prove. When this man get drafted and everybody who shitted on him, that boy is going to explode. He reminds me of Jerry Rice. Yes. Yes. A lot. He reminds me of Jerry Rice a lot. Thank you. His route screen, his smoothness, and his routes are unreal. That's Antonio Brown. Skinnier. Maybe as fast, but... I mean, he won the he won the, he won the Heisman as a receiver. I, I, he won the Heisman. No, that dude is a true in the best program in the country. But you know what, Steph? Yo, you you might got you might got something there, yo. I'm gonna tell you why. And Johnny, I'm gonna let you finish real quick because I know we're running out of time. Sorry. Devontae Smith was just practicing with Jalen Hurts recently. Not only did he practice with him. He mentioned something about, you know, imagine if we play together. He said that, yo. Y'all remember that? That came out. We'll see, we'll see yeah. how the draft goes. If they, if he's, if he's there, they should take him, right? Yeah. Let, let you finish up, John. Wait, John, finish up, John. Honestly, I don't, I, I don't think the Eagles would have had the success we had in all those, all those years of winning divisions without Brian Westbrook. I agree. He, I live in New, New York, New Jersey. These Giants fans still talk about autumn runs. Autumn, like uh, that one game when the Giants were beating, barely beating the Eagles. Brian Westbrook caught Earth that screen pass and scored that touchdown. And then the, another time, it was a punt return as a rookie. So, like, there's so many moments similar to Deshaun Jackson where Brian Westbrook, like, went above and beyond. Because we knew we knew what it was. We knew he was going to be a star. He just needed the chance. And all-time evil, all-time NFL great, all-time evil great. He finished with 9,600 all uh, scrimmage yards. I think he ranks like 17th in all-time scrimmage yards for a running back, which is pretty decent. Um, It's sad how how he went to San Fran and ended. But um, he still came back, retired as an eagle. That dude single-handedly one of the best eagles ever. Thank you so much, John, for, for that Eagle of the Week. We definitely remember uh, B. West, and we definitely appreciate his efforts on the field. Um, all right, Three Birds. <clears throat> this has been episode 20 of Three Birds and a Punt. Please make sure you are subscribing to the podcast. If we are streaming on Apple, Anchor, and Spotify, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Three Birds and a Punt. Um, you can also follow me personally. I'm at According to Afia. You can follow my friends, Whip and John, at Whip. Where they can follow you? Mary Jane's Gimp on Twitter. Okay, and John? John Monroe Jr. on Twitter. John Monroe Jr. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> he did it again, yo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And and don't forget that we also have a YouTube channel. Okay, Mm -hmm. please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. And this has been the episode 20 of Three Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. (laughs) (laughs) 